Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Christy, and this is Drought Proofing Your Retirement. We have a wonderful guest today, my friend Glenna, and we're going to talk a little bit about her, her very special, um, she has a very unique and special ability, and it is really showing you how to be accountable, how to be accountable in life, how to be accountable in your business, and just how to overall show up and really hold on to um, how accountability can help you throughout your life and getting to the next stage of your life, which could ultimately be retirement. Um, so uh, a little bit about me. My name is Christy and I am semi-retired. I quit my corporate job and now I just stay home and do what I love, which is help people um, really have an online presence and learn how to uh, make money online so that they never have to worry about their finances during their retirement um, and helping them prepare for retirement. Uh, so with that, I'm going to ask my good friend, Mary, and my business partner, um, would you like to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about uh, what we're here doing today. I definitely would. So this all started with the Good Parts Challenge. And our good friend, Paul, Paul Hutchings, decided to ask us all to show up. And we needed to commit to doing something where we would talk about the good parts of our life and business and uh, commit to a certain day to go live somewhere. And so Christy and I decided to go live uh, or be show up. Let's let's put it that way. We decided to show up once a week on Wednesday. Now, some people just took it and ran with it and they're showing up every day. But, um, you know, life, it's it's it's, you know, to me, once a week was a good challenge. <laughs> so, yes, I'm Marianne, Marianne LaSalle, and I am very happy to be here. We are in the process of writing a fantastic book called Drought Proof Your Business. Uh, sorry, Drought Proof Your Retirement. And I believe if you are a teenager, you're a uh, young adult, if you're, if you're getting towards retirement, all of that, that's when you need to start thinking about what it's going to be like when you retire. Because even as a child, I remember him, I remember everyone saying, you know, don't count on Social Security. It's not going to be there when you get old. Yep. And I was just a young person that back then. So I, to me, this is what we need to be talking about is um, how to drought proof your retirement, no matter what your age. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. yes. So well, I'm, I, yeah, I'm going to turn it back over to Christy and we're going to talk to our good friend Glenna here about accountability because a lot of us can't hold ourselves accountable. We need something else. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, I did want to say you made me think of something and I just thought of it. And so my husband, Jim, he is, uh, we're both almost 50 and he is also retired. Um, we both work online and we were babysitting our nephew who's, I'm going to say nine or 10. Um, and he said, he goes up to Jim and he's like, I heard you're retired. And, um, Jim's like, yeah, you know, what does that mean? Like, that means you're lazy. 
<laughs> and Jim's like, well, who told you that? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I was like, and so he's like, well, you know, retirement doesn't necessarily mean you're lazy. It means that it means so many things. You can retire because you want to relax for the rest of your life. You can retire from your corporate job because you want to do something that you love. Um, you know, maybe you want to retire so that you can visit every single golf course uh, in the world. That's not being lazy. Um, so people retire for different reasons. And he definitely uh, needed educated on that. Um, so not educated like I'm going to educate you, but, you know, he needed to understand. Um, so that just reminded me of that. Um, so Glenna, as I said before, she is an accountability wizard. Like she has really worked on helping people be accountable. And so Glenna, I'd like for you to introduce yourself. I'd like for you to tell us a little bit about your, you know, your past um, and what led you to um, really loving the idea of helping people find accountability. Um, but what I'd also really like to ask you is, do you think that being accountable for your life, for your finances, um, being accountable um, is important to helping somebody reach that stage of their life? So that's that's kind of what I, I'd like to ask, um, but I definitely okay. want to know all about you first. Okay. Well, I'm Glenna Stevenson, and I've been a business owner, believe it or not, since I was seven years old. <laughs> yeah. That's so I know a lot about this. That is this. awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I grew up with business owners, so it wasn't a new you know, entrepreneurship was a new, it's a new word we're using, but I, I grew up with a bunch of business owners. So it was not a stretch for me to start owning my own business. Um, so in the, in the, it's, well, two things talking about, you know, educating young people and stuff, how I started all of this. And it, it actually ties in with the accountability, which I have recently realized that the, the business I started was um, actually my mother started the business. She bought my brother and I uh, these uh, metal uh, weaver things where you, you wove potholders. So she bought that for us for Christmas so that we would have something to do during the winter and be out of her way. Right. So all winter long, we made these potholders. So then come summer, she had this little tiny briefcase about the size of a laptop, about four inches deep. She would put all the potholders in this, in this briefcase. She would, she gave me a little notebook and she uh, would give us a sandwich and we would split us a, a peanut butter jelly sandwich. She dropped us. Oh, we lived in a project. So we were very, very poor. <laughs> So we lived in the project. She'd drop us off at the end of one, at the other end of the projects, and we would go door to door selling our potholders. And we were so cute that everybody bought. You know, it was five cents a potholder, I think, at the time. 
So everybody bought. So we were, you know, and my mother would drive around and check. She said, you know, sit at the end of the buildings and I'll come check on you. So, so she did. So, you know, starting out that young, I equated math with money. Oh. You know, she taught, she taught me the bookkeeping end. So the little book was a little bookkeeping uh, pad. And so I would put how much we earned, what houses we went to, you know, return, what, what colors they liked, all of that kind of stuff. So that when we return, we could go home and make some more. That was specific to that client, you know? So I learned a lot about business at seven. And, uh, and so, uh, and then, you know, we had a box, we kept all our money in and stuff. Then we'd go to this place to the uh, five and dime we did have them back then. Uh, and uh, we would buy the loops with the money we had. You know, we'd all keep, well, we kept it in the same place in the, that briefcase. So we'd take that money and we'd buy our loops. Then we'd go home and we'd make them. Then we'd go, you know, just the whole repetitive thing. And I kept the books. And what, and this is another lesson in business that I learned. The uh, manufacturer of the loops stopped using cotton. They started using nylon for the loops. So we, the first batch of nylon pot holders we made were, they burned up. They would just melt and they were not practical. And we researched, you know, as much as we could to find the cotton loops and we couldn't. So I learned how you could go out of business if your suppliers don't supply you with the right products. So, I mean, that was my basic setup for, for learning business. And I was looking, you know, I was also uh, watching TV, you know, about retirement, golfing, all that kind of stuff. So in my mind, it was like I wanted to have a savings account, open a savings account. And, and my parents were like, no, no, no. And uh, so, and I would always have, a, I had a box where I saved all my money. So, and I helped my parents with rent when they were, you know, I picked up bottles. I always, so from that point on, I always found something to do to make money. And I helped pay the rent and help pay for uh, electricity and stuff like that. Wow. So, yeah. So you certainly learned a lot about business, um, but I, have a feeling it made you grow up really fast having that responsibility. Yeah. Yes. And no, I mean, it was, uh, I lived in Galveston. I grew up in Galveston. So it's, it has the, it's an Island community. So you really have a lot more freedom. I had a lot of freedom to do things that, okay. that I know that most children don't get. Okay, and, and, and on the island, I could I could go different places and everyone would know me and report back to my parents where I was and what I was doing. You know, so I had to, Got it. <laughs> that I did have to be accountable for my actions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When everybody knows your name, you got to be accountable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is great. So, Marianne. And I um, forgot you... what your question was. Oh, okay. Um, well, let me ask Marion, do you have any thoughts on, um, on that or any experience of, of 
starting a business or learning about business at a young age? Oh, all of that. Yes. Uh, but I'm just fascinated by your story, Glenna. I'm so excited. Um, you know, uh, we, I, we all wrote a book about uh, stories and how stories sell. I was absolutely intrigued and fascinated yeah. by your story. Just so you know that that's a good story because mm -hmm. it, you brought us to your childhood. You brought us to, you know, a place in our mind. So right. I thank you for that. That was fascinating. Yeah. And it, and it, and you know, as odd as it is, it reminded me of my life and I kind of began wondering, yeah. did I, is this something? that people who um, are entrepreneurs and business owners, is this something that started in childhood? I remember, I don't know, I was probably four or five. Um, and I would, we lived on the beach. So we, I would take seashells or shells that you find at the beach and I would paint them and mm -hmm. I would take them to my neighbors and I would present them with a painted shell and they bought it. And uh, like you said, it was, you know, five or 10 cents, but the accomplishment and the love that I felt by providing a service for someone. Now, did they want a painted seashell? Mm -hmm. I don't know. But like you said, I was a cute little kid and they bought them. Um, but it really, yeah. I feel like I remember that memory and that feeling of providing a service and having that love yeah. showered on me and and it really got me thinking like is this yeah. something that people that strive to be entrepreneurs is it something that started in childhood very interesting um so my question was do you think very um do you think speaking about accountability so you can be accountability you can have accountability with an accountability partner, right? Um, you mm -hmm. can have yeah. accountability um, for your personal actions. But what I'm most what I'm most curious about yeah. is we're talking about your retirement and drought proofing your retirement is basically helping mm -hmm. you get to retirement or live in retirement basically without going broke with having enough money to sustain your life or thrive in your life. Do you think that yeah. being accountable for your finances, is that something that can help you during retirement? And if so, how would that look? Do you need a partner? Do you need a professional? Can you do it on your own? Well, I really think you need a partner because left to your own devices, you're going to, you're not going to realize, I mean, growing up, growing up, my great, um, you know, my grandparents got a bill. They paid the bill. They got a bill. They paid the bill. They got a bill. They paid the bill. My family didn't have the, the funds to do that. So we would get a bill. We'd hold on to it till we had enough money to pay or pay part of it. So there was a mentality gap there. And what I'm what I'm noticing, because I also provide uh, I've been a caregiver uh, for and an, he was 94 and he lived till he was 109 months. <laughs> so I have some experience in caregiving for someone who's retired and mentally had, had uh, he had dementia. 
dementia is vascular dementia. So uh, you get a bill, you pay a bill. Well, right now, the way things are working is there's a lot of fraud going on. So, so, and you've got a certain amount of income. So you, you can be limited or like what we're doing is we're entrepreneurs. We figured out a way to make money while we're retired where, and yes, at first it's a lot of work to build up to that and stuff, but you got, uh, it's, it's like managing your finances. For, for me, when I was working for the guy, I didn't, I had an accountability partner for a while and things were working fine. When I stopped having my accountability partner, things went to, you know, it was not good. Uh, I could have saved a lot of money and I didn't. Okay. So part of it is, yeah, some people can do that and manage themselves. Uh, and I think the old school people did that. I, I, this is a new age. People don't do yeah. it. It's a instant gratification. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy this and worry about my bills later. And okay. so having somebody at least just talk to every week and, and, and you know, openly, Marion and I are, are accountability partners. I don't know how long we've been accountability partners, but for a while. Right. And so it does help you work through some of those things. Um, also, um, like I manage myself with my um, um, Medicare and my doctor's appointments and payments. And what I'm noticing is some doctors I'm managing another person's Medicare and her doctor uh, bills and appointments. Medicare sometimes says a patient was charged this, but they don't have to pay it. Well, the medical institution will still bill you for it. Oh. Sometimes they will bill you for it, even though they're told they can't bill you for it. If you have the mentality of see a bill, pay a bill, you're going to pay a bill. And then you have a lot of paperwork to do to get the money back from the insurance company versus, wow, oh no, I, can imagine. I have to show them that, no, I didn't, I, I don't have to pay this bill. You can send them, the, you know, back some of the paperwork or whatever that Medicare says, I don't have to pay that. So, and it's, wow. it's insurance companies in general. It's not just Medicare. It's insurance in general mm -hmm. that you have to just pay attention and watch. So if you don't know those kinds of things, and you don't have somebody who helps you manage it or understand it, then uh, you're, you're out of pocket, a lot of money. Absolutely. Anna, I have a question so. about accountability. Um, how uh -huh. do you find somebody yeah. to help you? How do you find an accountability partner or a group that you could join that is a, an accountability group? How do you go about finding that? Well, uh, it's a good question because it's it's not easy to find somebody. It can be somebody that you trust a whole lot. Uh, I know uh, I know uh, some friends of mine have formed a group. There's like five of them. They formed a group and they hold each other accountable for their finances. They've got each other on uh, 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 like all their 
financial information. Some of them are, um, what is it called? Uh, power, have power of attorney. They have their will set up where some of these people are there um, because they don't have families. These are all single, all but one of them single women. And so they have their friends and then they, when they make a major financial decision, they go to that person, you know, they go to one of the, that group of people to talk right. about, you know, I'm getting ready. I need this repairs on my house and I've got this much money. You know, what do you think? It, it's not, right. a, it's not like a strict, you know, like account, accounting is one thing. Bookkeeping is another, you know, accounting is this whole big thing. Bookkeeping right. is like taking care of the monthly day to day. So, right. you know, the accountability part is the overall picture of, of, you know, your future, basically, not right. just the present. Yeah. And, it, you know, something you said really struck me. Um, you know, a lot of people that we're talking about when they are thinking about retirement or in the process of retiring, um, they're older and they might not want to rely on their children to oh, yes. help, right, to help them navigate uh, their finances. So having right. other people that are in the same situation as them that they can just bounce off. Um, and then maybe having somebody, you know, your age in, in your situation to say, okay, now is the time that we need to ask a professional where, you know, you might right. not be able to have those in-depth conversations with your kids. Um, yeah. So that's something very interesting. Um, do you, do you think that having, having, like, let's say you have a group like they do, do you think it would be important to bring in a professional every now and then to kind of give you tips and tricks or just educate yourself in general on different ideas? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's different ways, and there's free web sem seminars. Say, I was going to say webinars. There are that too, uh, to teach you about financial and uh, how to set things up and all of that. So yes, you definitely need to get uh, some professional advice. Uh, some people, if they have a lot of money, they want to set up a trust. All of that. Most people with a lot of money know how to do that. Uh, mm -hmm. I think in my case, when I was making more money, if I'd found the right person to help me manage my money, uh, it, it would have been, you know, better. I did, if, uh, I did use a lawyer for some other advice and stuff like that. And that worked out well. Um, hey, I have so, something to say about this. Um, I, okay. I remember when I was younger thinking, oh, I guess you have to be rich in order to have help you know, with your money, because uh, the financial advisors only wanted to find people who already had lots of money that they could, you know, that they could work with. Right. And I always felt inadequate. I always felt like, well, they're not going to want to talk to me because I'm barely making it here. And doggone it, that is a shame because I could have, you know, I could have met somebody like Paul Hutchings, you know, who has this fantastic opportunity to, yeah. uh, to buy this book that tells you everything. It's a financial yeah. literacy book. And now I have it, you know, now. Uh, but if I had that when I was younger, man, 
I would have uh, yeah. I would have really been a lot better for retirement, I think. Absolutely. Um, Glenna, don't you have um, a group that's going to form here? Pretty yes. Soon? Uh, yes. I started a group. It starts in July and it's going to be uh, the first. It's going to be a pilot program. I've, I've taught this. I've been uh, a manager of an accountability program uh, for four years. Prior to that, I was with the program, a participant in the program and a coach in the program for uh, I think it was three years. So I have a lot of experience and accountability and it's my passion. Absolutely. It is. It's, it's like, I can, I can vouch know. for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, now I forgot the question. I do that. I go off. I said, camera. don't you have a, a, a group forming soon? If somebody yes, yes. wanted to, so my, yeah. my group is starting in July Good. and it's going, going to be a limited to 10 people. And, um, we're going to meet once a week and you're going to have an accountability par partners set up. And the way I'm going to do the accountability partners right now is uh, kind of try to match them with opposite personalities Oh, okay. because it's, it sounds like it'll cause conflict, not too opposite, you know, cause you don't want conflict where they're fighting all the time. Right. <laughs> you know, don't get along, but it's like people right. who talk a lot and there's people who don't talk very much. So I like to put I those two I'm together and encourage the non-talker to talk. Yeah. And yeah. You think? That is very interesting. I think so. <laughs> you know, but, but the, other so parts neat. of the personalities. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. I. <laughs> so if so, they are so not. Anyway, so it's, it's going to go for. There's a delay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, delay. it's okay. It's okay. I was just going to ask if oh. they're not in your actual uh, 10 person group, can they join your Facebook group and still get a lot of information, a lot of knowledge, mm -hmm. and then maybe um, be on a waiting list for the program uh, next time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. I'm setting up a Facebook group um, in the next, well, this next week. Uh, and that's what I was thinking. And that way you have content with the Facebook group. Uh, that's my Facebook business page. And um, that is going to be the, the main page to go to. And then I'll have the, the account. It'll have slash accountability for the group. Okay. Uh, um, that way I'll have content for accountability and that sort of thing. And then uh, the group people can post. You know, I'm going to have it where at least if you're in the group, you can post. So that sort of thing. That sounds That's awesome. great. Thank you so much, Glenna, for coming on the show today and helping us understand about accountability. I think it's so important. Mm -hmm. I now have a, an accountability partner every Wednesday we meet and uh, you're, you know, you're creating this new group and I'm excited to join that as well uh, yes. because I know how much it's helped me. So thank yep. you so much for that. Uh, yep. Christy, Okay. Um, before we go today, I would really, really like for you to talk a little bit about uh, the launch that we're having. I would love can, to can do I, that. Can I okay. my joke first? Can I oh, yeah, my course. joke? Yes. I forgot I about my joke. Go, oh, my goodness. I don't think we could go on without your joke. Let's hear it. Let's okay. hear it. Okay. So if you wake up and you're tired and you go to work and then you come home and you're tired, does that mean you're retired? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. It's kind of funny because you were telling the joke and you're like, if you go to work and you're tired, 
and you come home and you're tired. I'm like thinking, uh, you're a mom. <laughs> but yeah, you're retired. Yes, you are. <laughs> I love it. I need to that know. Is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, Glenna. <laughs> um, so Glenna is part of our launch party. Okay, she yeah. is going to be giving away um, a one-hour session. And so if you are at all interested in a lot of her goodies, uh, you may want to join us at the launch party. Marion and I, we, um, along with everything else that we do. Um, we have both had decades of experience in building websites and web design. And one of the great things about the community that we're with is they have a product that um, allows you to have a website and we can either build that for you or uh, we can teach you how to build it. So you have two options, but the launch party is all about Marion and I um, building websites for small businesses. So um, we're, we decided we were going to have a launch party. Um, and it's coming July 12th. It's 4 p.m. We are going to have so many prizes. We are having uh, free ebooks. We are having one on one with gurus. We are having an iPad. And um, probably my my favorite gift is we, Marion and I, are actually going to one, not picking, it's a random draw, um, one small business, and we are going to completely create their website for them. So this is a huge prize, um, and we'd really like to invite you, number one, if you're a small business and you want to get your name out there, we are going to have tons of people at this launch party. We've already had a lot of people um, RSVP. And it's a way to get your name out there to other small businesses and to people in general. So it's it's double uh, benefit. Uh, you know, number one, you can win a lot of prizes. And number two, if you have a small business, you can really uh, get the word out and uh, bless somebody with, with a prize. Um, so as this... Um, as it started as the Good Parts Challenge, I always want to keep that in mind. Um, I want to end before we go, um, really talking about the good parts of our week. And um, when I constantly think about how wonderful my life is, how I'm so, um, you know, I'm going to use the word blessed again, just because it popped into my mind. But the fact that I live a lifestyle that I can run my business from home, but then also when I need to, I can um, live the life that I want to. And both Marion and I are planning uh, next month to go see our children. Uh, I'm going to see my children, my child. Marion's going to see her child. Um, I know that came out a little funny, but mine's um, in Michigan. Where's yours? Mine's in South Carolina. So Jim and I, my husband Jim and I, we booked an Airbnb um, right on the beach, a condo, and we're gonna stay there for a week. And our daughter, who is a teacher, she's on summer break. She's going to come and stay with us. Um, so it's right on the water. It has a pool, it has a tennis court, um, it has a huge dock. Um, so we're really going to live it up. It's going to be relaxing uh, because it is a vacation and uh, we all just want to relax a little bit, but we're going to be together. And this retirement lifestyle um, that, that Jim and I have created, um, 
with a lot of accountability throughout the way, for sure. Um, it allows us to do that. So that is such a good part of my life and something that I wanted to share. Um, so Marianne, I would love to turn it over to you. Do you have any good parts that you want to share with us? Oh my goodness. I always have so many good things to talk about. So I just had to pick one and I will tell you that uh, I have the same, the same basic principle here of the good parts today. I am thinking about my daughter and I am thinking about how I lucky I am that I get to put my laptop in a little suitcase and head down to Michigan and spend on the lake, just like you. It's, it's almost like we're going to separate parts in the country, but we're going to live the same life. She lives right off the lake. And uh, she's also got a chain of lakes in, in Michigan where they all kind of merge. They're all connected. So you could just keep going. You know, putt, I like to putt, 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 not, not no speed racing. And just relax and have fun with my grandkids and my daughter. And, and because of this lifestyle, because I get to choose to do what I want when I want, mm -hmm. this is my good part. Um, and I think, I really do thank Paul Hutchings. I know I keep re, you know, repeating myself about that, but I, I feel like I owe my wonderful retirement to that man who said, I want you to do a good parts challenge. So I'm going to. Yep. I'm going to tell you to do the same thing. Challenge yourself and show up. Show up for yourself. Show up for your family. Show up for your community. And uh, let's live the good part. Yeah. Be the good life. part of your own life. Yeah. Yeah. Glenna, do you have a, a final good part talk that you wanted to share with everyone? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I feel blessed too. I, I've got, I'm, I'm in the same group with, uh, Marion and Christy and, um, uh, the, the weekly, well, let's, let's just say the, the support they're giving me has been really, um, uh, I, I can't think of a word for it, but it's, it's, it's like, well, catapult me to another to remembering who I am basically wow. and being able to to do what I really love to do I, I love helping people I mean it's like you were talking about the the seashells it was like making a something that was practical for poor people that they could afford right. that was pretty was really you know a, you know, a little potholder 10 cents, five cents, whatever it was, it, it did. I think that's what entrepreneurship is about. It's not about making money. It's really about right. feeling good about be, being able to help and give people what they Absolutely. need and what they want. Yeah. And you know, you don't have to have the word because we can see it on your face. I can see, and I've known you long enough to be able oh, to okay. know. I can see the love and the passion on your face and it really, um, it just inspires me. It inspires me to keep helping people. It inspires me to keep going on this journey. And I'm so thankful for you. Um, you are such a, a bright spot in my week and, um, and your light oh, just, you. just shines. So thank you. Um, all right. Last thoughts, Marion, you want to wrap us up? Okay. Well, thank you. Glenn. 
everyone out for coming and hanging out with us today, to, uh, teaching us a little bit more about accountability. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I want you to all show up and create a challenge for yourself or join us. You know, hey, we're having fun here, right? Yeah. Now we'll be back every Wednesday and uh, we're happy to have you as a guest as well. So if you'd like to contact us, go to creativecontentcrusaders.com and just look around. You just might want to join us. You never know. All right. That's it for this week. Thank you. And we'll see you soon. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Glenna. Bye. Bye, Glenna. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye, -bye Thank everyone. You.